Hello, Nomads, and welcome to episode 97 of the Nomads of Fantasy. My name is Brandon. I am your fearless leader into the... What is it Shimmer? Called? The, the shimmer? Sh- <laughs> shimmy, shimmy, y'all? The shimmer. The shimmer. But I'm not alone. I also brought along with me Eric. It's not like us. It's unlike us. I don't know what it wants or if it wants, but it'll grow until it encompasses everything. Our bodies and our minds will be fragmented into their smallest parts until not one part remains. Annihilation. That's good. Dun, dun, dun. And along with us is also Dave. I thought I was a man. I had a life. People called me Cain. And now I'm not so sure. If I wasn't Cain, what was I? Was I you? Were you me? Question mark? Are you me? Who you? Me you? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> uh, these are really good quotes, guys. I, I like your choices. Um, from the movie Annihilation, which at the time of the recording is 2023, came out in 2018. After COVID, I'm just like, everything's a blur, man. And uh, it, <laughs> like Dave yeah. said, it feels older than older. it actually is. But older. It's, yeah, it's only five years old. Yeah. And uh, it's another movie made by uh, Alex Garland, who I think did a great job with Ex Machina. Um, Which we covered on our show as well. We did. If you want yes. to check that episode out. Really good episode. And uh, yeah, I, I probably I think this is all I've seen of his work. But I know he has since released another movie, and I would love to see that. Yes, Men. Uh, men. Yeah. I have not seen that one men. yet either. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. But other 20 people. Days later, he's got he's got a lot of weird ones under his belt. But wait, this one he did twenty eight days later. Twenty eight days later, he might have been a writer. He right? did the screenplay for Dread. He did. He wrote twenty eight days later. Yes, I knew. I knew yeah. about Dread, which we also covered on our show. Oh, oh fantastic I love that movie. movie. Yep. Okay, uh, but hey, listen, I like this movie a lot, uh, but I'm not the only one. I think I think other people did as well. Eric, if you don't mind, yes. let's dig into some of the uh, replies that we got on our Twitter post. Gladly. On our tweet. Um, on our tweet. If you want to tweet at us, you can tweet at us at Nomads of Fantasy. Uh, we put the question out there. Have you watched Annihilation? What did you think? Got a lot of responses. YouTube Oreo Brewer says, best God-tier experience in theaters. Multiple clap, clap, clap emojis. Hmm. So I think they like it. In theaters, wow. too. Yeah. I could. Nice. I kind of wish I did see this one in theaters. This yeah. seems like a great theater experience. Like yeah. the sound and everything. Man, it had to be a, a good experience. Uh, Zoom yeah. Music Girl says, I read the books and felt they made a few mistakes with the film. In the book, they didn't have okay. names for a reason. But overall, I think they did a good job, and visually, it translated better than I had expected. Yeah, a visually striking movie. Oh, absolutely. Another That's yeah. take. definitely one of the one of the perks or one of the things we'll be talking about. Dork, dorky, geeky, nerdy trivia podcast says the bear scene still haunts my nightmares. Mm. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I finally watched podcast says we did a whole episode on this film, so check that out. Love it. It's also probably one of the most controversial films we talked about. Really? Yeah, I could see. I heard I'm not, that. I'm not like, sure about. I don't know how controversial, but like, just it's it's open it's for a good a, discussion. Yeah, it's got all the themes to it. it doesn't have that mm-hmm. solid ending. I could see people going either way. Hmm. Richard says, "I went into it thinking I'd <laughs> I'd not like it, but I did." 
Yeah. It was very good. I love when that happens. Exceeded your expectations. Yeah. And last but not least, Big Nick says, thought it was okay. Not great, but interesting. Interesting. That is is interesting. Absolutely. Can't argue about that. At least, so it's at least good. If to not, if not great, right? To a lot of people. Yes. I think, yeah, I've, I've heard mixed opinions from a lot of different people on this movie even myself i was mixed the first time i saw it okay this was my my second viewing but yeah this is my second yeah. viewing yep. okay so it, it's Same it was all. I, it's I an like interesting it. experience rewatching it yeah i think it was almost better the second time around i would agree with that for sure okay and that's uh, that's the sentiment i've heard a, a lot of people say too let's i mean that's yeah that's that's a good movie then if it gets better and you enjoy it more the second time okay so put a pin in that We'll get into that later, but Dave, if you wouldn't mind uh, touching on the schedule real quick, and then we can... Yeah, absolutely. If you want to play along at home, uh, and you have a VR headset for next week, <laughs> uh, we will be discussing VR games and kind of hitting up some of our favorites as we're going through there. Uh, then after that, we are going back to another classic. We are watching Predator. Uh, still, I think watching Rocky all got us in the mood for some, yeah. for some 80s action. Uh can't wait to see that. That is one of, I don't know, I love Schwarzenegger movies, but that is a Schwarzenegger movie. I am ashamed to say I've never seen Predator. Can't believe it. I had, a, I mean, I had the poster it, on my wall as a kid from like the book fair or whatever, because Predator is just badass. But... Brandon hasn't seen, didn't see Rocky. I didn't now see he Rocky. Has. I know. And, you and not... Dave hasn't seen Predator. No. Fill it in. Nomads traveling everywhere. But after Predator, we hit our hundredth episode. We're doing a little special anniversary grab bag where we're kind of going through some of our favorite things playing some games doing some trivia we'll be all over the place on that episode it'll be kind of a mishmash of everything uh, we've talked about so far our first live episode (laughs) you're you're gonna put that out in the universe (laughs) (laughs) listen i'm i'm getting ready for it i'm preparing for it i would i want i really want to do a live stream so all right it'll be really fun keeping your questions all that stuff Check us out on Twitter for uh, schedule updates and uh, what we're watching that week to play along. And back to you, Brandon. Well, thank you, Dave. Um, uh-huh. Well, saddle up, everybody. We're going to get ready to go <laughs> into the shimmer here. So grab your compass, grab your flashlights, grab a tent. Grab, you know what? It's not going to matter. It's, I'm, I think we're probably going to be doomed going into this. Grab shimmer, your honestly. assault rifles. <laughs> yeah, that they really used. Uh, okay, yeah. Let's go. Let's talk about Annihilation. We're back. Everybody's okay. 
State Maybe. of mind is all right so far. I don't know. Holding it together. I don't, I don't remember the last three three days or so. I don't remember the last three episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe you. Um, yeah. So let's talk about Annihilation. Uh, we've all seen this one here, but if you haven't seen this movie or maybe you completely forgot, I always like to ask Eric if he could just kind of sum up what the story is, and then we'll just start digging into this one because there's a lot of heady stuff that we probably could talk about. Sure. And the production. Uh, well, we got Natalie Portman in the lead role as Lena. She's a mm. professor at a university, biologist. Um, she, we get a little bit of a, a background on her, but basically her husband's been gone for about a year or so. He comes back. He's acting all weird. And then she, her husband starts, uh, convulsing, <laughs> cough, cough take him, blood everywhere. take him to the hospital. <laughs> They get pulled over. Lena gets taken to this mysterious place, Area X, and she's tasked with going into the Shimmer. And that's I feel like she that's, tasks that's herself with that's, going that's into true. the goddamn Shimmer. She she <laughs> volunteers for for various reasons, which we can dig into. But which, that's and this and it's not an old movie like we said before. It's only 2018. It came 2018. out and. Like, there's a lot of weird history with the production of it where, you know, they wanted the ending changed, international rights got sold. Like, they ended up spending, like, $40 million on it, and it just essentially broke even, more or less. Um, it's a shame. With the budget that it spent. I don't, it's, like, one of those weird movies where it wasn't super expensive, but it wasn't super cheap, so it's kind of like one of those mid-tier movies. But it's, it's an interesting one because they use it well. It's weird because, like... Even though it like technically bombed at the box office, when this movie came out, every like I've heard a lot of people talking about it. Like there was a buzz around this movie yeah. culturally. Like it's, a bit, it's a polar one because either like no people just think it's like all right, but most people are like love it or hate it. Right, like, it's on the yeah extreme extreme ends. Um, except our buddy uh, Big Nick there on Twitter, He's like, not great, but it was interesting. <laughs> Which I can understand that sentiment. I could yeah, I could see that too. That's kind of how I felt. On my first watch of this movie, actually, I feel interesting. I came out of it. Maybe I just didn't pay attention enough. Maybe I wasn't engaged enough the first time that I watched it. But I felt like I maybe just didn't give it enough of a chance to like try to understand what was actually happening. And I feel like that's where people can, you know, kind of write this movie off a little bit is if they don't engage enough with it or meet it enough on, you know, a certain level. Because you have to, you have to turn your brain on a little bit when you're watching this movie, or else you're not really gonna get too much out of it. Except for, I mean, if you're just there for like the visuals, I could see that because the visuals are another a spectacle in itself. But I feel like you have to uh, engage with this movie on a certain level to appreciate what it's doing. Brandon, what do you think about your on the second one? I thought it was, I thought it was better on the second version. Yep, I loved it. I'm with you. The first time I watched it, and I loved it equally the second time <laughs> equally it reminded okay. me of what i loved about it i'm like i just love like shit man i love this world i think it's just a cool concept i you're thrown into it it's a it's a slow start i think it's a very slow start uh but once it, like once you're actually walking through that shimmer it it just 
gets crazier and crazier and crazier and it ends and i'm just like what the hell just happened and uh <laughs> mm-hmm. i remember really liking that seeing it again i was like yeah i kind of remember some beats of it but i forgot going some stuff that was a lot of fun i, I just really liked it yeah knowing a bit having the knowledge of kind of how and why things are happening the second time you go through it makes a lot more sense and i caught a lot more like metaphorical stuff that yeah. they're kind of hinting at a lot of like visual metaphors that they're showing on the screen whether it's like tattoos or water glasses oh on, like yeah glasses yeah. on tons table, of themes tons of metaphors spread everywhere out well the movie does that thing where like there's a present day uh narrative going on and then what she tells you is the the movie is her flashback, her retelling of the events from her perspective. It's kind of like every time you she's also get sleeping, flashbacks. You get flashbacks within flashbacks, also. <laughs> True of affairs and, and mm-hmm. so forth. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I think this movie is just interesting. Like, what else could you really want out of a fairly big budget sci-fi movie? You have some star power. You have Natalie Portman and uh, I was Oscar Isaac, right? Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Those are two big names. Uh right now and i think any director would be happy to have them in their film so for you know i'm not really interested in any of the the production woes and all that bullshit with the studios like shame on them for not just having a little more confidence in a sci-fi and just garland had to like kind of work his ass off i think with these first few movies to get his name out there but now i think he's okay but at the time he wasn't i don't think as known you know so i don't know that stuff annoys me but I like this as a sci-fi. I think a lot of sci-fi movies are bad. Uh, I'll also say this. There's a lot of a lot of movies where there's a lot of women leading the roles, and it just seems like it has to be. It has to make a point that they're women, and they don't need no man to help them. And what I love about this movie, it, I mean, yes, like there's they're women. All the 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 main characters are are women, and they do have a backstory, and their character about being a woman is like kind of relevant i didn't read the book but you could swap out dudes and that's what i'm saying like a story is a good story characters are good characters mm-hmm. like i just like these women i think they're interesting characters i think their performances are solid and i was rooting for them the whole time um and like that to me is like <laughs> yeah. it, like i'm not caught up in any of that it has to be us because we're you know women po- like there's none of that it's just a good movie no you know for sure and there, and i think in 2018 you had some Me Too movement going on. So there's probably a lot of like people just like, I don't know, having issues maybe with like. like when did all women Ghostbusters come out? Like, right. I was just like, thinking of the same thing. Like that, <laughs> I'm trying, yeah, that. I'm trying not to call those movies specifically, but yes, like yeah. those movies, you know, where they were just doing that. It was. You no, know, it didn't feel it, like that when it. No, when it, not at all. Yeah, it, it felt like it, it made sense within the story as well. Um, and yeah, it didn't feel ham fisted in there like they were trying to force it and make it work. I mean, all the all the actors they got were top tier, fantastic. Really um, good. I mean, obviously Natalie Natalie Portman leading it. Tessa Thompson is great. Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee is Doctor Ventress. Um, it's great to see her. Yep. Yeah, she was a weird weird when I first saw her in the movie because like isn't she usually in like cop dramas or like you know that kind of stuff? I just as the movie went on, I'm like I got more comfortable with her though. But she was she Who? ended up being great. She, do you know what she's from? Jennifer that we watched recently. Yeah, she's from the Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Oh, Daisy yeah. Damagu. Yeah, yeah, she's Daisy. a good actress. No, <laughs> absolutely, she's good. I was. She's very intimidating in this role too. Mm-hmm. She's just. She's very smart, but she's got something else going on. And 
Oh yeah. It's like right. she she knows and she acts like she's the smartest person in the room at all times, you know. Yeah. Which fits with her character. And like I'm not even crazy about um yeah, Tessa Thompson a- as an actress sometimes. Like I just got a bad taste in my mouth from her from Westworld season 2 when they introduced her character. I just picture her every time and like I don't know if I really like her cuz I didn't like that character. But it's not really fair to her. Watch the Creed her. movies. She's, she's good as Valkyrie and um Val- Thor and, uh, the Marvel movies. Yeah. So like I, she's better there, and in this movie, totally different character. Like just not at mm-hmm. all like the character from Westworld and stuff like that. So I, I like overall, I think everybody does a really good job with their roles in this movie. So I just and Oscar sci-fi? Isaac too. Oscar, yeah. Oscar, Oscar Isaac has a sort of a more minor role. I mean, he's an important character in the story. But you don't see him as much. Characters. Which makes sense. Yeah, characters. Which makes sense because apparently it was literally simultaneously filming The Last Jedi. They were on uh, like side-by-side lots. This he was the same trailer and to go between. The Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, so he was he was shooting scenes for both of those movies on like the same days. So he'd go from one That's movie insane. to the next movie. Yeah. So, but he, a, yeah, he was great in this movie. a professional. He's a real, real craftsman. A thespian, if you will. <laughs> it's got good music yeah it's got great Haunting. great sound design uh it has an interesting plot you don't know where it's gonna go there's some beautiful moments in the in this like like when um when we see the the tree deer yeah too like, there's just there's beautiful moments in it visually there's some visual elements of this movie like things i've never seen in other movies before and that's what i don't know you mentioned like it being different than most sci-fis and i think that's like the biggest draw here too is because it's an original story and there's i don't know there's something about sci-fi sci-fi drama sci-fi thriller i guess i'd put it as sci-fi thriller category but um the fact that like you don't know what's coming in it's not stereotypical sci-fi where it's like there's no template template for it to follow like you don't know that like Oh, this guy's gonna die right in the beginning, and then the monster's gonna come out and kill all these people. Like it's, it keeps you on your toes throughout the entire movie, which is fantastic. I think the like just the concept alone is enough to pull you in. Like there's this event that happened. You know, how am I ever? What was it like? This thing has been there for three years. Three years, yeah. Three years, and you see the intro at the very you beginning of the movie. It's like you this see the meteorite come down, thing, like meteor. Th- yeah, just kind of crashing into a, a, it's the a lighthouse. lighthouse. Yeah, and like just just the like the mysterious aura around it, and it the way it looks. Like they call it the shimmer because it's literally like it's got that refracting light shimmering yep. look to it, <laughs> like that. And it's just slowly expanding, slowly growing. You don't know. You people go in, in, nothing they comes don't out. Come out. Yep. So uh, just that concept of the, uh, and the sound. Did, did anybody watch this with headphones? No, I did not. Unfortunately. Oh no. my god! So this seems like the perfect movie for it. It was really though. good. So I had my better headphones on, and I'm watching the scene where you area um what was it location X or what area X area yeah. X area X okay so Lena is sitting down with Doctor Ventress, and Lena's she's learning about the shimmer and what's going on. And she's got to, I guess, make her decision if she's going to go into it or not. But anyways, her back is to it. You see, like, a reflection of it in the glass. And as they're discussing, yeah, that's what it is. They're discussing about the missions that they've been having, their experience with with the Shimmer. And um, the sound 
production was wigging me out and I kept taking my headphones off because I thought something was going on. What it's doing is just doing that stereo effect where it's going left back and forth. Right. Oh, and yeah. it's, and it's really the shimmer growing. I, it took me a while to notice what that sound was, but it's just like this very deep sound going. It's left like a low right. frequency hum. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just going through it and it's just, they use that a lot and throughout this movie. Hmm. And That's they did. Sweet. So when I was listening with the movie, I'm thinking about like Ventress and like what she was going through. She was constantly hearing that potting people in like they're not coming out she knows it's growing she sees how this is going to result so like i have to do something so she mm-hmm. sends herself in with this this team but i thought the sound was just so haunting i love a good haunting sound in a movie oh the yeah the music towards the end like when the towards the lighthouse like it starts to get a little too it's intense so or it's just like wah wah it's like hitting you and then when human. it when it stops like that like you're it snaps you out of it it's almost uh hypnotizing yeah, almost juxtaposed to like the, the acoustic really well like last of us kind of sounding guitar, yeah there was some nice you know? yeah some call it, does, it reminded like me of the said. of uh firewatch like it had that kind Firewatch of watch too had that kind of mm-hmm. like you know oh yeah, yeah. i could yeah, yeah i, I could thought about firewatch that. as well oh but yeah, it, it definitely they did a good job of making it sound yeah not not human. Those low frequency hums are so like unsettling, and they almost it like goes through you, like into your soul. Almost. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And it's then just it's just like very effective. Not, but the, it's like eye candy. It's like once you go in the shimmer, yeah. like it's directed well, it's acted well. But what once you get once you actually get to where the movie's gonna be taking place, the sound is haunting, and the visuals are so opposite of that because it's kind of beautiful it it's really a is. full spectrum of color because like you know how like light and sound is actually not being interrupted but rather kind of like a prism she said it's just kind of not mutated itself but still Re- just kind of split refracting mm-hmm. refracting so the whole movie you just see a full spectrum of color and everything is fusing with each other and i thought instantly like this is a cool world i need Such to a explore cool idea. They already got me with people going not not coming out. So like, what's going on in here? At that point, I don't even think these characters might even die off. I just think like, okay, well, like, what are they gonna do? like? They have guns, but like, what is really going on in there? And when they hit you with uh, the first thing is like, we've been here for like three days, and they don't even know. Yeah, they just start coming to the, the their senses. Like, it's like damn. It's like waking yeah, up from a- anesthesia. Like. You know, like you could be awake that and like disorientation. doing around and all of a sudden your brain kind of like clicks in. That's what, kind of what it reminded me of. Yeah, it's that it's that I feel like it. it is like once they get into the shimmer, like you said, Brandon, it starts out slow, but it starts to pick up once they get into the shimmer because the, the mystery slowly starts to unravel and they give you little clues and breadcrumbs along the way. Like one of the first ones, like you said, well, they wake up three days and they don't know what happened. But like when they find the video. It, that's like one of the first things where it's like because <laughs> at that point they're mostly they're mostly just charting their course they're exploring they're kind of they you come know. across uh their yeah. first like encounter of, of a the alligator the crocodile thing was the was the first yeah. big thing yeah yeah i thought she was toast because she was just standing there and pulled her in i'm like whoa dude like, and is, the is this a thriller is this a horror movie what's going on there it, there is a lot of like horror elements and they do jump scares in this movie really well because it'll it'll be like a super quiet moment you know and then then all of a sudden 
the fucking the gator pops out and rips her back through the door and drags her underwater. <laughs> but like that, whole that scene was super super colorful because like I when you're once they're right. in the shimmer, like the light coming through the trees even has like a rainbow effect to it. Yeah. Like it's getting refracted. Yep. Yep. Everything's refracted. Yep. So just like everything, it's like a almost like a weird dream sequence while they're in there. But you get the other plants when they're at that dock with the crocodile that like one vine grows multiple different flowers and they start to kind yeah. of figure out. It's everywhere. A little bit in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Like everything is fusing with each other. Even things that shouldn't, which is what I think is like the, like the most interesting part is like, like how could plants and a, and a mammal <laughs> fuse together, but they do, you it's know, that, uh, it's that memory that, um, right. And they even, yeah, even, even the memory and like the, the time, time, time is like a person stood here now this plant is here, like in the day together. It's so it's, interesting. I thought it was like the, nothing's the, off limits. It's like the way that the bear, you know, skipping ahead a little bit, the bear absorbs the sound from like the girl voice. that he's murdering. Like the plants. Well, it ate. Like it if somebody died there, the plants could be absorbing the memories of the humans that died and essentially growing into their memories, which is fucking crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that's the, that's the cool thing about this world. Like you said, there's nothing off limits, but like the scientific explanation that they give behind it makes sense, mm-hmm. even if it can never happen in real life. But like just the way they explain it is very convincing, you know, like, oh, they figure out that everything is refracting, even DNA of, you know, plants and animals and humans, whatever is in the shimmer, whatever com- comes in contact with the shimmer, everything is refracted. And that's how everything is just rapidly mutating, constantly mixing with each other, combining with each other, which it's yeah, it's such a, it's such a cool concept. When they get to the first, I don't know, I guess that's like a base. It was like a, like a school, had a gym in it. It was the old, it, at least. it was the old forward base. Right. It got yeah. consumed by the yeah. shimmer because it, as it was expanding. It's yeah. When they got there, yeah, and they found that videotape. Oh, man, I, <laughs> I was eating dinner by myself. Um, I watched this movie by myself. My wife's not going to see this one. And I'm eating, like, dinner, and I'm seeing the scene where they, like, do the camera thing where they take the knife and they, like, cut the guy open. And the intestines are moving. That was not enjoyable. <laughs> to watch little. Like, it's not. So like, they, they cut him open. And then go home and do it. <laughs> They cut him open and look at it, and then fucking Kane, Oscar Isaac's character, like grabs it and just to, so you know you can see it slithering in his hand. I'm like, oh, that's nasty. But yeah, I don't know what happened to that poor guy to get into that state. Like I don't know, he had worms in his water and he drank it, and it got fused with his guts. Like I, ew. yeah. And at that point, him- at that point, you don't really know what's going on, but you're like, why? What's going on inside people? And then after you see him like plastered on the wall because they they they're so Ventress knows like all right I know where that is so she goes to it they find the body yeah he's like oh dude that is haunting that's when the movie starts getting creepy because it's been so beautiful and mysterious yeah there was a jump scare but like it was during the day it wasn't that scary but this is like nightmare fuel. Like, yeah. could you imagine like you could see that? what happened to this guy yeah the algae and bacteria and the walls fusing with like. It did remind you. mentioned body? The Last of Us. That's what it I was reminded thinking. me of something. Yeah, it reminded <laughs> me of like cordyceps from The Last of Us or something. Uh, like plastered on the wall, he just like exploded out into all different directions. That's yeah. yeah that was that was like it's pretty horrifying. 
Yeah. Um, but Dave, yeah, yeah, man, you mentioned the one scene. So they do hold up base there. Yes. Right. And mm-hmm. that night they're on guard duty and Which you have dummies. You know, some drama between not drama, but like some, some story backstory going on with uh, Lena and Dr. Ventress. And then while they're out there, they notice something kind of broke through their perimeter. They, like they hear, they heard it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's a big ass hole in this chain link fence. So, Oh, what is that character's name? Cass Shepard. Shepard, yep. She comes to investigate, and she's standing outside that little building. What was that? So she gets nabbed by this, what looks like a bear. It was another fucking good jump scare, too, because it it just, again, it's quiet. You you know she's going to get snatched, because uh, Lena and Ventress are in the little, like, bunker thing, and she's standing outside looking around. And then it's a quiet moment, and then the fucking bear just snatches her away, and then she's you know, screaming as she gets dragged away. Yep. So you're like, okay, wow, they just lost one of the women. Uh, Such a bad way to keep lookout, by the way. If you're gonna keep lookout, they had that like tower that they're all in, and friggin' doctor, doctor, whatever face is, is down in the book, down in the little thing with the light on. <laughs> she's just like reading Roll a mattress. book. Yeah, I'm like, this is the worst lookout possible. Like, everybody stay up in that tower. Do not leave the tower. I'll forgive them doing? because, like, other than Lena, they don't have like proper military training, mm-hmm. like like she does. True. Like, they're 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 they get a quick job. You know, probably got some quick training, and then they got thrown in there. Rather, that is uh, true. But that was a. Fantastic scene. But they're spooked, and this is where you get a sign that they're starting to crack, right? This is what I like. Because, like, yeah, your mind can only last so long, and it's going to start mm-hmm. cracking. Um, uh, Rodriguez's character, uh, Anya. Anya. So she's, like, the muscle. You know, she's a paramedic, you know. And, like, she's just like, yo, like, one of us just got killed off. And we're acting like that didn't happen. We're just going to – we should go back. Like, this is – this is not going well for us. We should get out of here. Uh, Ventra says, no, I'm going to go to Lighthouse no matter what. And that's when uh, Lena like, makes a case for, like, it's probably easier to keep going that direction anyways to hit the water and go out the other end. Like, we need to keep going in deeper to get out because we don't know even how to get out of here if we go back the other way. Like, we lost time. It took, like, it's been, like, six days or whatever. So they're starting to have a little rift apart from each other. One's dead. The other, and then the four kind of split. You're not really getting along. They keep moving on. They find this house. And this is when all shit hits the fan because like Lena's been kind of holding off from telling the rest of the team about her connection with the guy who stabbed somebody, cut him open and like was in the <laughs> video, right? Like, yeah, did that's you, oh, it's my husband, right? She didn't tell anybody. Did you notice the house? She, yeah. Apparently, you what it was? I, I looked at the production. It, it's like a reflection of her house. Like the yeah, shot that they use, the same shot like in her house when she's looking at pictures on the wall. You see the steps going up and the room going back. Yeah. And it looks like the it looks like the exact same house where it's kind of. Yeah, it's supposed to be like an, of what an echo of house their was. house. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Is there it's anything cool... else to that, or just just a mirror? No, just another another echo. Yeah, another mirror. Copy. Yeah, of what's going on and. In their brains, okay. kind of. But this is uh, this is where shit gets really intense because Anya 
figures out about Lena's connection to one of the previous military guys that got sent in and didn't come out, or, or that did come out, mm-hmm. right? Um, and she's already losing her mind. So she binds and gags those three into their chairs, and she starts interrogating <laughs> them. And, you know, it's a little Hollywood kind of convenience where, like, like now's the time where the next thing happens. But, like, but still, it is a cool scene. She's, like, got the gun out. She's, like, all right, all right the knife and everything. She's, like, I'm going to start cutting you open, see if you start moving on the inside and stuff like that. You know, she just doesn't trust anybody right now. She's gone. That's when yeah. you hear, like, help a scream me. for help. I, so I remember... Thinking, whoa, she's still alive? Yeah. And, you know, Shepard, so, like, Anya, like, book, grabs her gun and just runs out of the house, like, goes down the stairs and all that stuff. And the other three are, you know, tied there, like, what the hell? I love it. I think everybody loves this scene. I think this it's is fucking the first time. The first time it's just like the first time fucked me up like that. Like, I could not unforget that. I'm not the one tied to a chair. <laughs> You are. Oh, chaos. You said she was dead. As this big ass bear slowly comes in the room, you look at his head. It's like skull. It's like a skull head. It's like, all right, that that's a fucked up looking bear. It's like so a it's merge like of a something. Face. And then it is just when like it you're opens wondering, its okay, mouth. what? Like you heard Shepard scream. Like what the hell happens? And then yeah, the the women are like like they're trying to be really quiet and like not freak out. And then the camera shot where like its its head goes between some of the characters, and it opens its mouth and you hear the. Like the actual like voice of Shepard, and like, oh my god, <laughs> it's, so, it's fusing so with this creep, like this monster, because it ate their throat. So, dude, like that <laughs> it is scene. such an un- unsettling scene all around. Yeah, like it's just and, knowing in advance, it still got me like creeped out. Like, yeah. yeah, that first time you see this, though, it's like there's no, there's no unforgiving. This. No. Second time was just as effective for me because I forgot. I mean, I remember the bear scene, but I didn't remember the whole thing with the you know shepherd's voice coming out of its mouth. So like that, it's just it's so fucking creepy. And like they they linger on it for a while too. It's not a short scene. Like they no. they drag it out and it's, there's that tension, that moment of tension, like for for a while. You're wondering who's gonna get torn apart, who's gonna get ripped up, and then Anya comes in, which. I don't know if she was intentionally trying to save the other, uh, the rest of her team by coming in there, guns blazing, trying to distract it or whatever. But like she, she comes out at like she was gone. The bear comes in, and then she was all comes fucked back. up. So it, right. she went down there and he got attacked. So she probably came together, grabbed her gun to like attack it because right. her. She's also like. Her mind's fucked. She was already, she was gone, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
she gets fucked up because it like rips her jaw out. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was. Yeah. It was not, not a, a great quick, way to go. Not a quick death either. It was a. There was some wrestling and ragdolling and throwing. Not a good yep. way to go. No. And uh, yeah, so then it comes up to attack the rest, but by that point you have uh, jo Josie, right? Josie, Ventress, and Lena are the only out of it. Well, she comes up and shoots the thing in the head. Yeah. Unloads into it. Yep. Um, and then. All right, help me out with with the next part here. With Ventress? Uh, no. Well, because it kind of leaves. Oh, with Josie's scene. With Josie, yeah, yeah. This is like the weakest part, I would say. Like, no, she. It's cool as a concept, but like story wise, it's like, well, that escalated quickly. Yeah, it does happen way too fast. Like in my mind, but as as. Because Ventress is going to, uh, oh, I forgot what she says. She's got a line like, "Ventress is going to attack it. You're going to like fight it." And she wants she, to. Ventress she's wants just to gonna, face it. You she's just going to accept yeah. it. She's going to embrace it. So you can tell as she's she doesn't want to do either more. Yeah. yeah, right. She doesn't want to fight it, but, but well, you can see like when she's having that talk, you start to see like the plants the starting plants to come out of the back of her arms. arms. Yeah. And then as she starts walking through it and she's talking about it, like you see more and more starting to sprout out of her. So she just turned in one to one of those plant and then, things. And then you just turn the corner and she's just fucking gone. Like, right. So at some point she, I don't know, she turned into a plant person. Okay. So yeah, this was. It, it is it, quick. Yeah, yeah that's like, a more artsy scene. I think. I think it's, it's a little bit more like they're just trying to say something, where like yeah. she's accepting it, and they leave it ambiguous it. a little bit because like, okay, you don't know what really happened to her because you didn't. But see now it she probably feels alive because she's the one that's like cutting herself to feel alive. Well, you know? uh, something I something I was reading was like um, basically in the shimmer. So the alien form is not aggressive. It's not out to to destroy everything. Basically. Right. Uh, all organic for life forms who are, you know, not aggressive, like the plants and the animals and the deer become assimilated with the shimmer. Cause we can see it in like the deer where they're obviously the deer aren't dead They're They have become assimilated with the shimmer. They've grown these extra, they're turned white. They've grown Sweet -ass like, plant stuff out of them and everything. But like the self-destructive people mm -hmm. like Anya, like uh shepherd, like all of them, well, there's the, they're the ones most, everybody. Uh, most humans are right. Yeah. That's, that, I mean, that's the, the whole that's the theme. theme. That's right. Yeah. Self-destruction. Are we built in to be self-destructive to ourselves? You know? And then, yeah. So the shimmer takes those people and they, they're the ones who get annihilated. Right. So Ventress, you know, is yeah. the in there. So, and I mean, like they, they talk about it when they're doing their, one of their boat rides between places, how like each person has their own self-destructive things. And uh, yep. Ventress, Ventress even says that gives a speech about it, how, you know, nobody commits suicide, like very few commit suicide, but we were, we are all self-destructive and you see it in Lena, how she destroys her marriage. The one girl, yeah. yep. Josie cuts herself. Anya is an addict and casts like lost. Yeah. Like everybody's got their own shit to deal with. Yeah. And the alien really, I don't know if the alien is assimilating that, but I guess they get more into that down closer towards the end of the movie. But it is definitely a theme that is carried kind of throughout even uh, Kane when he goes in there 
Like it's weird because he knows about the he knows about the affair, but at the same time, you know, he takes on this mission. Is he, you know, it's his own self-destructive nature to take on a mission like this essentially where you know, he's mm-hmm. putting himself in risk, so apparently uh <clears throat> cancer is a big underlying metaphor and theme as well. Mhm. Yeah. Cuz I mean, it's pretty, obviously Ventress it's revealed that she has cancer. That's the obvious one. But the shimmer is like a metaphor for how cancer can destroy something, mutate, you know, cancer cells. Uncontrollably keep growing. Right. Keep growing out of control. And while it grows, it's it's also consumes, right. Consumes everything in its path, mutates, destroys. So yeah, there's that as well. But uh, yeah, a lot of layers to this onion. If uh, for what (laughs) there is a lot of layers for what seems like, you know, a pretty on the nose, like, Hey, there's, a sci-fi movie with some chicks going in with guns. Like there is a right. lot of different, different elements and metaphors to going on here, even with visual stuff with, you know, characters and everything like the, Like during these scenes, like you see uh Lena, Natalie Portman or whatever, rubbing her arm essentially. Yeah. So and she's got a bruise. She's got her. a bruise there, but that's where, like, when they do the flash, the flash forward to when she's being interviewed. Yeah, that's she's the same spot she has the horror tattoo. Horror tattoo. Tattoo. Yep. But Anya had that too, and you see it on other people. You they see all it. have it. Yeah, you one see of the, it on the soldier the fuse that's fused guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't notice that until this time because I'm like, wait, what's up with this tattoo thing? And then I went online and I watched the video, and I'm like, there is a thing there. So yeah. what is that? What does the tattoo it's, mean? Well, they're they're all just merging with each other. It's an Ouroboros, which is a snake eating its own tail, which is sure. self-destructive. More self-destructing. You know, reference yeah. there. But yeah, it's also the infinity sign, which yeah. means, you know, life and death and rebirth and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yep. But how did she symbolism. get it? Layers, but how did layers. she get it? How did she get it? Because other I think people it's got it? part of the, uh, I don't know if it's a part of the, part of the shimmer where like. Yeah, you can just explain it away as like, like that's a, been, a mutation, you know. Yeah, but it's like it's happening like, to she multiple people. She did just like, people. oh, before you interrogate me, let me just stop at the tattoo parlor. I want to get the sweet <laughs> tattoo I saw one of the people on the shimmer. But I'm wondering if like somebody earlier had that tattoo and it got assimilated into it. And then now as people come in, people are getting like merged with something yeah, that else be... that was in there previously. Yeah, it could be a combination of that and a com- like a way of the shimmer, like marking those who are, you know, okay, so self-destructive. We're at the end here of like the journey to the lighthouse. So Lena makes a lot it. happens. I like this. <laughs> I like this scene too because she does get to the coast. It's this is straight. She gets trippy. to the coast and she has that choice of going left and going back, or she sees the lighthouse off to the yeah. right, and she just. She's got to finish right it. Light, she leaves her bag. She's like, I'll, I might die, but whatever. Like, yeah, I ain't carrying this shit. Was like, dead and all stuff, and I'm just bad. I'm a horrible person for cheating I was gonna, on it. That's her, yeah, that's her whole like, journey. She needs to see it through to the end because she feels yeah. guilty about what happened to her husband. She goes there. She sees some weird like layouts with people's like, bones. Yeah, what was like, with that? I didn't I don't know I what don't, was going on there. I didn't un- wonder. I didn't understand that either, yeah. Crazy people do crazy stuff, I guess. But she finally gets into the lighthouse. And they're like, yeah, this is this is kind of wild. Where she sees the videotape of her husband. <laughs> that was he, fucked up. And he like does his speech, and then he sits down, and then he <laughs> takes the lights grenade. It but he's talking to somebody at the camera, and it sounds like him. And then when he finally like lights himself up and he and gets inflamed, the person behind the camera walks up, and it's such a cool reveal. Double, and it's, it's like, him. So that's so that's how he got out. 
Let's see, okay, so this is the replica. Now here's the question. So that all makes sense to me. I get this part. When he then she hears um Ventress. She goes down. The down hole. Yeah, she hears Ventress. She goes down into the hole and sees her. Explain to me what was going on there. What was that? Was she not worthy of the thing? So she just lit her up and fu- like, it was, what was I think that? that was she was already a copy. No, you mean Ventress? Yeah. What happened to Ventress? No, Ventress just exploded. She got annihilated essentially because she gives her whole. Well, it was it was my quote that I said in the beginning. Like, right. Yeah. Our our bodies are and our minds will be broken down, fragmented into you know tiny pieces, annihilated, and that's well, I mean that's that's what I also what I said about the the but assimilation. Why did they just clone her? The assimilation versus the annihilation. You know. But she has cancer, though, so it probably didn't want to clone somebody who has cancer, right? It probably wants to clone somebody who doesn't, maybe? When she first comes down, you see, like, it doesn't look like she has eyes. Like, right. It looks like she's not fully formed, and then when she turns around, she's Ventress again. Well, she's a, right. I mean, so that's why I thought I she she's was a the clone. clone. I think she's just at the point where the mutations have just taken over. Well, okay. see, because the way her I body saw it. is broken down. She's already the clone, and when she does the thing where she shoots the lightning or whatever out of her mouth and stuff's floating around everywhere, and all of that stuff turns into the alien. So essentially, she was the alien in Ventress's form, and then she does her crazy turn back into my alien form. Mm. Kind of pulls a drop of blood on a Natalie Portman's head and pulls it into her, and then meets her upstairs. All right. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Okay, so, okay. The no eyes thing had me fucked up. Right, but what is like a, a a comet like alien thing shoots from out of space, lands in the lighthouse, makes a sweet ass looking alien room, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and then in the, the middle of the table, a plat. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. So in it the goes books, down it's like a the... thing that goes down, like a long tunnel, and there's moss growing in, like words going around the side, right. and like yeah, all sorts of weird shit. Yeah. Well, the question is. Is we all, we all watch the same YouTube videos. <laughs> right. <laughs> but what but like it let Kane out. Like Kane made it to it. Everybody else died. He made it to it. He got to it and it cloned Kane. And hit in the clone of Kane Kane made it out to whatever whatever memory it had. It's like it knew where it lived. It, it wasn't very smart. It was not right, like, yeah, it's like a baby. I think it's just it's it's biology, you know? It's it's its survival mechanism is cloning and mutating but what i'm saying is that like the thing that was within um uh ventress the thing that ventress became the fucking wormhole is, thing it looked like it looks like that was the actual alien because you can see this you can see within the light you can see the alien's shape you can see it walking around right i couldn't see that in the in the in the weird trippy light that natalie well, that's the question into. my question is is the shimmer itself the alien, like the entire thing taking over? Right. Or, or is is there something specific in the shimmer? Right. Exactly. That takes specific specific people and animals that it sees and clones them because it, it didn't like make a version of a human My... hybrid. It made it made him look like that. Like it cloned him and it wanted to clone her. Like why is it doing to that? But it turned down Ventress. My interpretation. That's what I don't get. Is the well is the shimmer itself the entire thing is the organism and the thing that we saw is like the the nucleus if you will the center. Yeah, I was just gonna say I've seen references to being the cell like the right 
the cell wall is the shimmer and then you know yes everything that's happening isn't yeah it's weird but why was Ventress not worthy though? Like that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's a human. It's, there's three humans that made it: Kane, Ventress, and Lena. I think it, and Ventress I mean, didn't it, get cloned, but the other two did. And do we know why? Because like Ventress turned into like this inside out light trippy thing, and then it pulled blood, and then it became. That's it what might I be know. because like, she was it, already like you know she like you said she, she had cancer. Similar. She had cancer. Maybe you know her. She was already fucked up. I don't know if like it can mutate backwards. Like if she has cancer cells, can it, you know, cure the cancer cells by mutating them even more? You know what I mean? So like, I don't know if, but it, because it would, it would clone her DNA and mutate her DNA, which already has the cancer cells inside of it. So maybe it just didn't want, it just didn't want that. I don't know. That's what I'm saying because it looks at deer and it's like, all right, well, I'll mix you with that. Oh, what are you, an alligator? I'll mix you with that. Are you a butterfly? I'll mix you with that. But I don't think human, it's not making that like, choice. It's just, I was going to say, mashing everything together. Everything. But why did it? It's biological. It, I don't think it's it's consciously it making these decisions. Pain. It did a complete. Re- but it's like, oh, okay. But I'm saying like two creatures that we encountered, or two creatures, two humans. It, it wanted to actually completely clone though, not merge. It wants to clone them and then send them out of the shimmer. Like you're, I don't you're think it wants like to. I don't think it's a curious puppy. It's like a curious puppy. It just wants to like run well, around and sniff everything. And hey, I mean I'll take the a analogy bit of you and sniff you. The analogy is just like cells. Like you said, cells divide. They don't decide whether you know. I want to divide now with you know over here or over here. They just do it. And I think that's okay. kind of what this alien oh, is doing. Oh, I get you. But I get it, you. If it had already assimilated cool. Ventress in the in the basement or whatever, and then it just, you know, it turns back into its normal form and then it turns its sights over to Lena. Like that's kind right. of just I think it's just doing its, its thing next, by yeah. nature. It's not, you know, there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just happening. Okay. And that's kind of why it like yeah, that's when what's going on. When it clones, Le- <laughs> there's, so, there's so many ways to look at this too. It's insane. I think that's why when it clones Lena, it's like it it makes a, a copy of her, but it's it's learning how to be her. You know what I mean? It it copies the shape first, and then it starts to copy her movements, and then it copies like her actual like how she looks. So like it's right. just it's. It's just the biology of this it's, thing. It's a curious it's, little it's, puppy. It's I'm how it you. works. Yeah. The, uh, it's just looking when to it, learn. When the, the shimmer creature actually starts cloning Lena, I like how that is performed. And I, I thought, I was like, all right, how do they do that, right? The the actress that is the the mimic or the clone or whatever, it's the same actress that was in Ex Machina. Yeah. It's Kyoko. Oh, really? It's, yeah. Uh, Sonoya yeah. Mizuno, yeah. Yeah, she does an incredible job in the scene because it is creepy the way she moves. Yeah, it is. It's just behind There's something... Natalie's moves. I'm like, ugh, it's like learning. And then the way like she like collapses and lays down, it lays down next to her with her. And I was just like, oh my I god. I think and replicates the, music the same. Is just yeah. Freaking the, me the fuck oh, out. Oh, the music at that point? Yeah, All yeah. this music, yeah. Like, ever since you go inside the lighthouse, it gets really creepy. But man, I it just is, like it's this. It's like loud and intense uh, and. There's something, about, yeah. there's something about there's something about a uh, a faceless creature with like no features that is so fucking creepy to me. I don't know why, but like or like when it has a semi face, that's even creepier. Uh, yeah, but yeah, just like no face, but it, clearly it's you know 
it's alive and sentient and it's just like the the point where it's following her and yeah doing this mimicking her movements doing the same exact thing she's doing and the point where it fucking like presses her up against the door it's like suffocating her it doesn't it doesn't know what it's doing though right right like a big big again it's it's mimicking lena because like it only attacks her when lena attacks it first Right. So, oh, dude, when she shot the bullets at it, and the bullets zipped around because it deflected them, and it zipped around, and it became part of it. It looked like this outer. Yeah, it's so absorbed cool. him right that in. Really cool. Yeah. This is where she kind of like she she teaches it. Like the thing is mimicking her, and like you know I've seen this talked about before, but she teaches it. She teaches the alien self destruction basically when she dips into yeah. the dips into the mm-hmm. grenade bag and pulls out a phosphorus grenade and like hands it to it and then kind of pulls the pin and runs I don't know why the alien isn't mimicking her at this point or if it's like trying to figure out what she's trying to say like when she runs when she like yeah (laughs) (laughs) here's a grenade fuck off and then gets out of there deuce and it starts absorbing the fire as much as it can and it starts to get engulfed I don't know if it's absorbing it but then it's like is it is it replicating the self-destructive behavior by setting the rest of the lighthouse on fire because it it, it does walk around like putting its hands you see specifically what it does? on things. It sits next it to, yeah, it sits next to Kane. Mm-hmm. It looks at well, Kane for a little bit because Kane just did that, and now it's looking at that. And then it stands up and it puts its hand on the wall, and the wall starts going getting inflamed. And then it crawls into the ground and into the hole, and it tries to get to where it started, right? And or is it purposely coming. setting things on fire because that's its own self-destructive nature? Right. That yeah, that too. My interpretation. There's was so, many, yeah, so many. Yeah. With the way it works and the refracting of everything, like I said, it's just the fire is becoming part of it and part of everything that it touches from that point forward, and it just destroys everything. Oh, okay. I like that. Because like it doesn't know any better that fire is something you don't want to mix exactly. with life. You mm-hmm. know, because it will destroy it, and that's why it just it wipes everything out. Because it just spreads like crazy. It's all you needed right, was you know? fire this whole time. You could have just. Brought a flamethrower with you. Been, been in and out of There's this There's your solution. <laughs> well, it makes well, you wonder. Works in like, aliens. Because they had to have some Apache helicopters shooting some Tomahawk missiles into that thing, right? Were they? Or they're like, don't shoot into But no, they, like the military could have shot something in there. And like, oh, look at these missiles. Let me absorb it. And it engulfs itself. You know, it's... That too, yeah. My thought was that it had to be like at that nucleus, at that center point, for it to like spread out into everything. Like the shimmer crater, like the monster, the alien thing, or whatever. Maybe it has to be, yeah. Like, it, like it has to do it. Like the shimmer mixes things around, but like, but like it has to be the. Who fuck? So, I don't know. so do we think that all that crazy, like all those crazy ass flowers and shit, are still left, or did all all those burn? Because we saw like the trees on the beach burn, burned everything. Gone. Everything within the shimmer, they said, is gone. Oh. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is just wiped out. Good. Now. Uh, Benedict no Wong. Of what it was. I like that we got a little bit of Wong in here. I haven't seen him in since Doctor Strange or the Avengers <laughs> movies. So, yeah, it's good to have him around. All right, let's get to it. Let's talk about the the ending here, like the final the final scene. So you got clone Kane, and I would say original. It's it's original. Lena, I think it's original. Is it? Has some, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. Well, no, we know because because he see her set the clone on fire. But do we know? Because she, she gets knocked out for a while. She gets knocked out. 
we don't know yeah, but it's, exactly it's what still, happened. It's still trying to capture her face. But at the same time, I think back she to when, when Clone Kane got out, he was dumb as a fucking box of rocks. He didn't know anything. He didn't remember anything. That was, was just, my thought too. He was just like a goo ball. And then and Lena she's, she's getting, yeah, she's getting interviewed this whole time and she knows step by step everything that happened. But I think it's more interesting with her, with the original her being that her, like the original her being was survives and him having his clone. And then them both having like something like in their eyes, which basically means that they're changed. I was going to say either way, even if it's original Lena or clone Lena, like she's changed forever, you know, from that experience. Cause like the, whenever you're in the shimmer here, she saw it under the microscope, her DNA and her cells were constantly changing. It was already inside of her. So even if she goes out, it's still, it's still inside of her, which leaves the question like, what, I mean, that's obviously that's the beauty of the ambiguous ending. Like what happens after, you know, everything. Right. Like, will their will their alienness within them grow <sighs> yeah. and evolve right. to start doing it all over again? I Is it going to start so. spreading out from within themselves? But yeah. Like all maybe. That, yeah. I think it's more interesting. Just like it's just like it goes back to this couple because like it's so convenient that the two fucking people that survive are a fucking couple, you know. Like, what are the chances that he survives and she survives? But they do. And I and, think it's just. And it's another, like, it's a bittersweet ending because they they sort of get, like, a second chance. They exactly. You know I mean? So it was built, talk, going to talk about, yeah, because, like, she had the affair on him. Mm-hmm. You and know? go back to, like, but, and they like, both got rid of their. She affair on this guy, you know? So it's just like a, start, it's a new beginning. It's huh. And, like, it's him, but it's not him. Like, it's an exact copy clone of him. So, like. The, but without you know, all the. Does he? Yeah. Does him, he? Him essentially. I was gonna say, do those memories stay? Does his past stay? You know, does that get cloned too? These are all it questions. Goes back to we don't have answers to, but one of my favorite metaphors f- for this whole movie is the Crosby, Stills and Nash song. Ooh, yeah. Where they play a couple times, but the lyrics in it <clears throat> really like this ending and the lyrics that they have in that song. And uh, I won't sing this for you, but I'll, I'll, oh, I'll read them for come you. Come on. I'll, it's crazy because we all have those to sing in They are one person. They are two alone. They are three together. They are for each other. Which, like, those four lines, like, pretty much sum up, like, they're the, the entire movie for those two characters, essentially. Which is kind of crazy how that lines up. But they do use this song, like, two or three times throughout the movie. Like during right. flashbacks of her and her and Poe yeah. or whatever, but I don't know. I thought that was just a super cool metaphor that, and it's a good song, you know. It's kind of a bittersweet, melancholy song on top of it, which, like, you hear that and you see her painting the house or whatever when Kane comes home, and like it was just this heart wrenching, like thinking about you know losing your husband or whatever, and listening to old Crosby, Stills and Nash tunes that you guys used to <laughs> listen together. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. All right, there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say there's a lot to this I'm movie. Like, Holy shit! But that's that's what's cool about it. It's like, the, it's yeah, it's I, not a dumb B movie. It's not a dumb sci-fi. No, it's a thinker. It's, it's actually it's a thinker. There's no it's got some heart. There's no uh like answers at the end of it. Like you don't know. Like my wife watched it with me. Stayed awake through the whole thing. That's how I know it's a. There you go. That's how I know it's <laughs> a solid movie. 
But Mine did not. She, she really wanted to see. She's but like, she I want to see before. another movie with you know the two of them and what happens after that. So like I, I thought it left a good, good open endedness. Yeah. Which well, is sometimes, what is sometimes you want some closure, but like this kind of open endedness, I didn't mind at all really because you can speculate. There's like so yeah. many different possibilities of what could possibilities happen. Possibilities are endless. Yeah. And Alex Garland, that's exactly what Alex Garland wanted with this movie. He wanted the ending to be ambiguous. He wanted people to to speculate and discuss like what they thought happened at the end. Um, and I think that's the sign of a good movie also because it makes you want to wonder like, hey, you know, what happened after? after Keeps you thinking ended? about it. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, Vader's Luke's father. Yep. Close that book. We all know that. But like here you can kind of keep keep guesstimating and kind of thinking mm-hmm. about what happened, what really happened, what didn't happen. There's no, so, there's no sometimes, answer. Sometimes ambiguous endings annoy me when they're too ambiguous, mm-hmm. but I feel like this had enough pieces to put together, like some theories about what actually did happen or, you know, multiple different thoughts about it's got those little endings hints. where it could go. Yeah, exactly. The hints everywhere. Like kind of like, you know, you're trying to solve, like you're trying to solve a puzzle. Yep. So uh, we can wrap this up, but I want to say one final thing um, that I just remembered that I was thinking about throughout the movie. Um, Shepard has a tragic backstory where she lost a daughter to leukemia. And she's like, you know, two people died, you know, the, my mm-hmm. daughter, but the person that I was, mm-hmm. and now I'm a new person and I'm living this new this new life without my daughter, you know? And, um, it's, it's like, that is life in a lot of ways. We're constantly changing, right? Like we move, people come, people go, right? Like, and the bigger deaths, the bigger changes, the bigger things that happen in your life where you, whatever happens in your life, like you become a different person change is inevitable change is part of life death is part of life all that stuff and i just think about when you look at this movie you know like those two characters are now forever changed you just can never you can't always be the same person you know so um i just think that it's just uh in a sci-fi flick or yeah or bunch of women are walking into uh the shimmer with the guns it's like all right let's go kill some aliens but it's not that at all and uh it makes you so wonder much more. what is the meaning of life what are we doing why are we self-destructive why is cancer a thing where are the goddamn um, aliens wh- why do we <laughs> where are the fucking aliens come on let's go chop chop <laughs> let's go only in the movies Listen, <laughs> all the go. All the Trumpers can't take it because all the religious people will flip out if they find out that their Jesus was really an alien. So, oh man, it happens to all of us at a certain you point. Never know. You see enough ancient aliens, and you're like, oh well, everything I raised was raised on was bullshit. So, oh my god, okay, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> happens to all of us. All right, I don't know where you're we'll going go. with any of that stuff. But mm-hmm. anyway, I'm mm-hmm. just saying that you know, like this movie really makes so me think about. But change and uh, and, I and ha- going off that, how you accept that change, why the whether you accept it or or not, yeah, fight or against, embrace it. it or fight it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yes, so uh, it's just great. I think w- we need more movies like this. It's a shame that it had some issues with like the marketing and all that stuff, 
for this movie and the lack of exposure. But yeah, maybe some people aren't hot on it. I don't know what you want out of a sci-fi. Like some, this is to me. This is exactly what I want. It's exactly what I want. Yeah. yeah. Awesome so, visuals. Yep. Awesome sound. Like a cool original story, even though it's based off a book. Yes, we know, but something original that's not it. not a reboot of something yeah. and you know the keep, sounds, it keeps you like guessing said, visual, the whole time visually and yeah with the sounds and music and everything yeah. like it, it translated to a movie very well yeah. and and i'll just say it again like this is how you make a movie with an all-female cast you know like where Boom. it doesn't matter that they're women it just happens that they're women There's i didn't difference. even notice it after you don't yeah because it doesn't matter yeah, it just doesn't like, matter yeah. right the, these are you know? yeah these are the characters and it, it yeah I just gotta bring it up because of the doing. state of Hollywood right now. It's just like they're remaking like a live action Moana, and they're you guys were just flipping out about how like it's how unnecessary it is for them to start remaking Harry Potter movies. And like I agree, like what are we doing? Like why are we so lazy? You know? So because I don't know, Disney, Disney specifically, they all want to the save money. Yeah, they know that Harry Potter is gonna make four billion dollars, so might as well just milk it until it's dead. Well, well Disney doesn't own. Uh, well, Harry yeah, Potter, but and Amazon. That's why it's, Lord of the Rings. It's just everyone's fucking remaking shit. It's just, yeah, it's just getting old. So milking those franchises like to for to the end. Well, if you listen to the end of this episode, tell tell a friend about this movie, um, because and tell a friend this about movie the deserves more. Exp- <laughs> and then, and yeah, then, that too. And then have them have them listen, listen to our to show. Us, like, yeah. <laughs> And tell them you sent it, and then we'll thank it. We'll thank you, listener, for doing such mm. a nice deed. Pat on the back. Hey, hey, throw a review on uh, our Apple Podcasts or Spotify as well while you're at it. Five you stars. Five stars only. <laughs> Don't tell people what to do. Just, uh, just live. Be, be a good person, yeah. and if you can in your free time, listen to us. Uh, other than that, I think we're done. I got a game for you guys. I think it'll be kind of it'll be a fun one, but a little short. But it'll, it'll be a, a cute game. So uh, let's take a break. Try to get out of the shimmer. Hopefully, we'll get the lights. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We can be ourselves when we get out of here. I'm staying in here all day. <laughs> you have to drag me out. Welcome back to the show. We're in Act 3, and we love to play a game. So what could I possibly do for a game to be uh, on theme with Annihilation? Well, Is it a mashup? I, yeah, uh, you kind of read my mind here. So right. I came up with a game. Nice. Uh, it is called Hybridimals. What now? So <laughs> Hybridimals. Okay. Yes. Okay. Like hybrid right. animals. Hybrid yeah. animals. Okay. Yes. There's an exclamation point at the end of this one. Um, <laughs> I like you guys working together. So I just want to see 
Hippogriff. There five. There's five of these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are five of these animals. And you have to guess which one's right. All right. Uh, there are five characters going into the movie or going into the shimmer. All right. So it's up to you guys with each one that you get wrong, one of them dies. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. So oh, they're God, all dead. Get them all right. Watch out for that bear. So all I, all I did is I looked at real animals that they mixed together. And then I added some fake ones that they mixed together. And I want, it's up to you guys to decide which one's the real one, which one's the fake. Okay. Okay. So I paid attention to this movie. The first one. Growler bear <laughs> or parrot keep. Growler bear? Growler bear. Or parrot keep. And you can tell by the name which animals were merged together. I don't. So these don't were from the movie. Parrot. You said no, no, no. Re- in real life. Oh, oh. In real life. So like you know, like the famous one would be a liger, right? You know, which is so. These are real, real breeds yeah. of yes. animals. Mixed? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yep. Oh well, that completely changes my answer because oh, I was going to say, I that, yeah. <laughs> no, that makes sense though because I was going to say a growler bear because I don't remember seeing a parrot anywhere in. So a growler bear would be a grizzly bear and a polar bear, and a parrot keet would be a parrot and a parakeet. I think that one makes more sense, but I think parakeets are pretty tiny. I right? think bears. Yeah, I think a. I think it's a growler bear. I think a grizzly and a polar bear could get it on. Yeah, up there in Canada somewhere. Yeah, I think that's probably. Like, yeah, you know, like you said, a parrot. A parrot is fucking huge. Parakeets are tiny. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Let's go with the growler bear. Bear on bear. Bear on bear. Love session. Let's hear <laughs> okay. it. The growler. The growler bear is the correct answer. Nice. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Very nice. All right. So, so far, a so good. A little bit of logic there helped us out. Yep. All right. We have the. <laughs> Geep, <laughs> geep, geep, <laughs> or turkey, <laughs> turkey, turkey, okay, chicken and turkey. That sounds fake. These what names are cracking me up. Yeah, what the fuck's a geep? <laughs> a sheep and a goat. Okay. Was, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. The, the more fun. I like how you say it. And like, oh, that's the more fun is <laughs> oh, figuring dumb. out what the what the combo is. I can't see a chicken and a turkey. No, I think it's gotta be a geep. Right? Would murder the chicken. But uh, goat and the sheep. <laughs> I think sheep are dumb enough where they would let a goat hump them. So I, I think the know. goat's doing the humping in this situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if that that crossbreeding would actually work. Uh, you come out with some sort of mutated mountain climbing furry thing. I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like I I feel like I would have heard of a what was it a tur a chick turkey what is a turkey a turkey yeah right like how. Like, how have we not eat one of these right. in America? I want to eat a turkey. <laughs> I mean, I know there's a, a I've heard of a turducken. Yeah, turducken. are good, but no, I've never heard of a turkey. A turkey? Uh, turkey yeah. sounds probably good. It's probably like big, chunky legs and ready to go. I, my, uh, my hunch I guess, is geep. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. I was going to say geep. All right, we're going to lock in geep. Sure. Let's lock in geep. The correct answer is geep. Nice. Yes. Well done, guys. Yeah, dude, let's be honest. If turkey was invented, if that was oh, like... Oh, we'd be eating out, fried turkey all day. All day. <laughs> dude, it's a chicken, but it's the size of a fucking turkey. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You know, it never tastes like chicken, so... You ever had a turkey right. leg? 
<laughs> All right. Get a little harder now. <laughs> a sneko. Oh. Or a comma. Can you spell that second one? Comma? A comma? Comma, C-A-M-A. C-A-M-A. So mm-hmm. a sneak a and sne- a gecko a sneko. is a sneko. Yep. What the fuck's a, a comma? I see. I didn't even know snake and gecko. Uh, comma would be a camel and a... Llama? Llama, yeah. Okay. That one sounds more real. I've never seen a snake with legs. No, and a snake would eat the gecko. It wouldn't... Snake would eat the gecko. It would have a sex with the gecko. <laughs> a snake would eat a gecko, for sure. Cool, because snakes lay eggs. Don't do geckos lay eggs? I think they do. They're, They're both, both reptiles. They're both yeah, reptiles. Reptiles, yeah. yes. Camel and llama are kind of like horse and donkey. Like Right, know, that's what close. I'm thinking. Yeah. All right, I'll go, I, I'm going with comma. Sure. All right, comma. The comma is correct. Yeah. You guys are so nice. good. You know our hybrid animals. You, guys know, you know your biology, yeah. All right. I want to see these animals. I like how you're just now. thinking about how the animals would have sex. Well, that's how <laughs> you got to think. I mean, yeah. I don't have like, an alien. Know, maybe them. there's some eggs being pulled how out. How this they, work? You know, do animal in vitro? Who knows? All right. <laughs> this is a good <laughs> this game, this one, this I love this game. This yeah, this is, is good, fun. Yeah. It was fun uh, making the, the names of these. All right, ready? Squeaver <laughs> versus <laughs> Beefalo. <laughs> Beefalo. <laughs> a Queaver? <laughs> what was it? A, squee- a Squeaver. Okay, a squirrel or, and a beaver. Versus, yep, a <laughs> Beefalo. <laughs> <laughs> beefalo? It's gotta be beefalo. I think beefalo, because it's like a cow and a buffalo, oh, right? Yeah. Beef. It's gotta be. <laughs> uh, beefalo yeah. is a good name though. Squirrel and a beaver. I don't oh, I don't no. see I don't see the attraction going on between those two. Opposites do attract, but I don't think right. I don't think they're giving <laughs> each other each other longing glances through the forest. No, it's gotta be beefalo. Yeah. Beefalo. Yes, I just like the name Squeaver. <laughs> Squeaver is a good name. Squeaver. <laughs> but Beefalo had me cracked up. It's a real thing. How That's are we amazing. not eating Beefalo burgers? That's I know. Oh, Squeaver sounds like sounds a Pokemon delicious. that like, it just does. got released or something, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> Squeaver. Does. Squeaver. Right, I got a Squeaver in my So far, Pokeball. so good. Looks like everybody's getting out of the shimmer alive here. Squeaver. The final question. We have the golden catfish. Oh. Versus a wolfin. So, so goldfish and a catfish. And a catfish, yeah. Okay, whatever. A, a wolfin, you said? A wolfin. So like a wolfin. A wolfin. Uh... Dolphin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be a tough one to swallow, but... Wolf? What? Yeah, what's the fin? Just giving us that look. Like, fin? like we should know. Wolfin? Wolfen, wolf, and saying it doesn't help me. I know wolfen, alfen, alfen. Well, I saw, I just hear wolf. It's a whale dolphin. dolphin. Oh, a whale dolphin. Okay, wolf, wolfen. Oh, yep. wolf, wolf. I was wolfen. thinking of wolfen. Okay. Okay. Well, wolfen, wolfen. Well, I, I'm gonna... neither of these match up very well for the I, sexual I think I got this encounters. One. I got this one. Don't worry, because okay, 
Oh no, fuck. Whales and dolphins are both mammals, aren't they? Because they both give birth to They both live got blowholes. Calves. They both give birth <laughs> to live young. Yes, they are both mammals. Goldfish and catfish, though, I could because they lay their eggs both on the fish. water. Fish. Yeah, they could fertilize but yeah, fertilize like a, each other's who's eggs. Saying a, a can't a catfish can't come down and just spray down a goldfish eggs. And I right. know that <laughs> That one seems that, more likely. Well goldfish are a invasive you species. You ever see like people this. that dump out like their fair goldfish and they find them like oh yeah the size of a fucking bowling ball or whatever? Yep. Yeah. Like I think a I think a goldfish like was it a goldfin? Golden catfish. I think Golden catfish. Yeah, because I mean when That's... you think of a goldfish, you think of the tiny little pet, but like koi I think are like a, a variation of goldfish. So I, I could see it working. I don't see dolphin and whales. No, I think they're hanging out in different parts of the ocean. They're hanging out in different different hoods. And like, imagine if a a dolphin tried to hump a hump. They're not humping though, are they? No, they are. Yeah, they're mammals. Yeah. Yeah. Whale vagina. I'm still with it. I'm still with the catfish. I don't know. (laughs) All right, lock it in. Yeah, I'll go with. I I agree. Golden catfish. Uh, unfortunately, we lost somebody in the, oh, the shimmer. No, the Welfin is, and it's with an O. So that's what I was saying, Welfin. But that's a real thing. You can type up animal hybrids and see this list. There's okay. a pretty cool article about this. Hmm. And uh, yeah, that is super interesting. I thought we were gonna go five for five. I don't know what a Welfin, a Welfin, Welfin, Welfin looks like. This thing looks like a fucked up dolphin. The fuck. Only one I know is yeah, Wolfenstein. Sure. There it is, Wolfen. Yep. They are harmless, but look terrifying. They do look terrifying. Wow. They got sharp ass teeth. They call it a female common bottlenose dolphin with a male false killer whale. So a dolphin and a killer whale. Jeez. Interesting. Yeah, it just looks like a dark dolphin to me. I don't know. With some, with Those some teeth. fucking fangy ass teeth. Yeah. Like that is yeah. a little that is a little well, discomforting. Well, if you remember, if anything, if you remember that a wolfin exists, a beefalo exists, a comma exists, a geep and a growler bear exist, <laughs> you will be really, really cool uh, t- showing that off in, a, in your friend's uh, yeah. house. At your next at your next dinner party, start talking at about animal hy- hybrids. Please. Apparently, beefalo meat, meat is a thing. You can buy beefalo meats. There you go. Beefalo Burgers. Beefalomeats.com. Sponsored by <laughs> Beefalomeats.com this week. Well, we want that sponsor, but... <laughs> Listen, Dude. it offers six times less cholesterol, half the calories, and up to four times less fat than beef. Yeah, because... So, there you go. It's like the, the old rule. Like, the harder an animal is to catch, the better for you it is, so... While it is tender and tasty as beef, beefalo offers many benefits for the health-conscious consumer. <laughs> I'm going on a strict beefalo diet. <laughs> I make I make fed beefalo. I'm gonna go to TGI Fridays and be like, "Oh, do you have any beefalo?" Just <laughs> <laughs> be that guy. Uh, I really like beefalo. I only eat beefalo. Mm, beefalo burgers. Ugh, yeah. I don't. I don't Kobe? eat regular cow. No. <laughs> yeah. oh. I like it mixed. I don't like it. My, I like my cows mixed with a buffalo. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. Napoleon uh, Dynamite sequel will come out one day, and he's gonna have like a beefalo as his pet. All right, 
That was fun. Thanks for playing that game. I had a lot of fun making that one up. Uh, are we good over there, Eric? Is yeah, something? I'm just... Beefalo has me reeling. All right. Do you mind uh, getting us out of here, out of the shimmer? I I shall. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us at Nomads Fantasy, Twitter and Instagram, at The Nomads of Fantasy, on TikTok. You can watch our YouTube videos, youtube.com slash at Nomads of Fantasy. Uh, we got our catch-ups there, video forms now, which is fun. Um, you can go to our website, nomadsfantasy.com, nomadsfantasy.com slash Discord if you want to hop in our Discord, chat with us, whatmapgame.com if you want to play our game that we made. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of the shimmer. As always, it travels nomads. Helplessly hoping her harlequin hovers nearby, awaiting a word, gasping at glimpses of gentle true spirit, he runs, wishing he could fly, I only to trip at the sound of goodbye wordlessly watching he waits by the window and wonders at the empty place inside heartlessly helping himself to her bad dreams he worries did he hear a goodbye, or even hello? that I needed to know what was inside the lighthouse. That moment's passed. It's inside me now. What's inside you? It's not like us. It's unlike us. or if it wants, but it will grow until it encompasses everything. Our bodies and our minds will be fragmented into their smallest parts until not one part remains. Annihilation.